Welcome back to Motivation and Mindset Show with your host, Coach Morphin. From Ogressive.com. Building effortless discipline. Discipline, discipline, discipline. Today's knowledge transfer, how to get rid of fear before you fight or before you flight. Or before you flight. How to embrace fear, accept fear, as well as overcoming fear. And the three attributes we'll be focusing on today, your thoughts, emotions, and pre-behaviors. Basically, we're educating ourselves and pushing the unknown into new familiar boundaries. Leveling up, as my boy Izzy and I would say. Leveling up, leveling up, leveling up. Look out for our Spotify Live called Alpha Creations coming soon. Alpha Creations coming soon. The tips and tricks shared with you today will help you manage your fears and become a stronger, more powerful version of yourself. Because for the first time ever, fear is smaller than you. And you'll become bigger bigger, and mentally stronger stronger than all your fears. Most men will allow fear to get the best of them. And most men know exactly which fear is preventing them from becoming everything they've always wanted to become. Most men will ignore this knowledge, thinking they have life under control. Maybe right now, at this exact moment, sure. But ask those same people, why haven't you conquered all your fears? Shoot, ask yourself that same question. Shoot, ask yourself that same question. Fear is a locked door. door. We try and try to open it with all the wrong keys. Kind of like guessing a math answer. I might be right, but the process might be wrong too. Temporary fixes are exactly that. Running away from our fears falls within the same category of guessing, distracting ourselves from the truth. It's a band-aid with cheap-ass glue. We live in the world with more possibilities than ever before. Never before. So why do most men settle for lackluster, cookie-cutter lives that leave them feeling stuck, drained, or uninspired? Running away from fear leads to running away from your true potential and your true self. Running away from responsibility because it's easier, safer, to just be lazier. Lazier, lazier, lazier. For those men who refuse to sleepwalk through life, and want change, and no change is coming their way, keep those thoughts vivid, bro. Change is coming, stay consistent. Stay consistent so you don't become complacent. Stay consistent so that you can boost that one weak link that's been weak for years. Stay consistent so that you don't waste time, energy, focus, attention on distractions, ignorance, or limitations. Turn fear into alpha fear. Label fear whatever you want. Take away its power. You're the captain now. <laughs> the first question I want you to ask yourself is, is your flight or fight always turned on? Every second, every situation reacting to life? Well, that used to be me. Fear used to run my life. It wasn't until I started asking myself these same exact self-awareness questions. When stress is high and stress is always present, you constantly feel under attack, something waiting to surprise you around the corner. That flight or fight reaction stays turned on with unlimited power that you gave it, that I used to feed it. Because the only remedy we had is to straight up ignore it. Stress is an automatic physiological reaction based on stress or something your mind thinks is stress or a threat. These so-called threats or stresses activate your nervous system 
and triggers a stress response that prepares the body and mind to fight or run away. I used to always start sweating from my lower back. Hands get clammy, cheeks turn red, body tightens up, heart pounding, limited thoughts keep playing over and over and over. Headaches come and go, vision gets a little blurry. It sucked, bro, it sucked. And that was going on for years. And I just lived with it, ignoring it, thinking, why do I have to live with it? Some of my friends couldn't live with it anymore and gave in to the ultimate sacrifice. While others blindly follow the sheep, you'll learn how to tap into your own uniqueness of conquering fears and overcoming your biggest challenges in every area of your life, including your work, including your relationships, and your health and wealth benefits. Keep listening if you want to be dangerous again in life. Keep listening if you want positive, effective change. Keep listening if you know it's only a matter of time. Keep listening because sometimes we need to hear it feel it or see it either way one of them one of them will wake you up that's where i come in that's where my boy izzy comes in keep, keep, keep listening here's seven techniques i use to conquer that beast of flight or fight and we incorporate into our programs as well it might not work for all but hey you might pick and pull one or two new steps and apply it to your own life formula that's called leadership qualities. That's called leadership qualities. Managing flight or fight requires you to think of all of the objections and solutions. Aristotle's principle number one, Elon Musk thinking. Elon Musk thinking. What that means is what are the negative symptoms and what are the actions or solutions you'll attach to each of these negative symptoms? What's the negative symptom? What's the positive game plan you'll commit to? Number one, start with health. The things we eat, irregular eating patterns, sugary foods, and processed foods cause your blood levels to spike randomly throughout the day, hour, week. It naturally increases stress, leading to what? Flight or fight. Now you're probably wondering, how the hell does food cause stress? Well, let's tie it into fasting. Why does the average soldier in the military only need a minimum of four to five hours of daily sleep versus the national American average, which is in the obese category? Why do those folks need more sleep and are often more tired than those not obese? Well, while you're sleeping, your body is working, trying to break down all the foods you ate today. But what if your body doesn't have enough time while you're sleeping to burn, break, and convert those fatty acid cells? What if your body is still trying to break down food from yesterday or last week? It's not the only factor, but it's a big one. Which foods do you think your body breaks down healthier and quicker? Processed foods, like fast foods, or healthier green foods like pizza? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I think we both know the answer. When your body wakes up, it's breaking down its natural fasting cycle. Hence the word breakfast. It's two words, bro. Break, fast. You're literally breaking your fasting cycle. Pretty cool, right? I learned that in Brazil when I was playing soccer over there. 
So your body gets overwhelmed, stressed out, because it has so much food that it needs to break down. Now imagine if you don't work out, run, walk, jump, any type of exercise. You're telling your body and training your mind, hey, you figure that out. The results? Your logical thinking is slower. Very little motivation or inspiration. Tired, exhausted, and for the most part, hopeless. 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 Because stress is turning into fear. Your mind is becoming fearful of everything, and everything represents change. Because it doesn't know how to break down food that just keeps coming and coming and coming. coming, coming. Boom, stress. Boom, stress in the mind. Boom, stress in the nervous system, which is the recipe for flight or fight. Join Mogressive members only for further insights. Number two, self-awareness. So we said in the beginning, you need to understand the learn, control, and release method. We cover a little bit of the learning or intake process. Now let's focus on the control. We can control our flight or fight by controlling our thoughts, emotions, and natural behaviors through self-awareness. Self we focus on reducing that stress levels and identifying why you experience a flight or fight reaction when danger is not present. When danger is not present. Have you ever considered that question or asked yourself that question before? Why do I react to this and not that? All right, time to reflect. I'll share one of my personal stories with you about my fight or flight experiences and how I analyzed it, broke it down, and through reflecting, how I built new fundamentals and checklists to control my body and my mind's reactions through my emotional intelligence and self-awareness. Okay, here's my Walmart story. <laughs> in the military, okay, I was still in the military. I was living in Louisiana, Fort Polk to be exactly. The only store there, Walmart. There was nothing around there. And um, on the weekends is when I had time. So Saturday morning, I would go to the gym, come back, shower, change, get ready, walk to the parking lot, get in my car, drive 20 minutes to Walmart, go into the parking lot, drive through the parking lot, and if one thing didn't look right, I would turn around and beeline it back home. I mean, I would have a list of things that I needed. I would be telling myself, okay, we have to get this, we have to get that, we need this, we need toothpaste, we need food. And all of that just went out the window because one thing didn't look right. My fight or flight kicked in so badly, it didn't matter. It could be a shadow of somebody walking by and I was out. Because that one thing triggered Everything, 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 everything. And I didn't know that until years went by because I was ignoring it. Anyways, so whenever I would try to fight that feeling, I would try to park. And as soon as I parked, I would get out of the car and my back was wet, sweating. I would always have to keep two or three t-shirts with me or that's why you always see me in a sweater all the time. I didn't show it, but that's what was going on inside. Like I said, invisible wounds, they happen to everybody. That's where gratitude comes in. So stop judging other people. You're writing a review to a book you haven't even read yet. So, so what would I do? I would have to find alternatives. I would just go to the gas station and got whatever I needed that day 
I wouldn't even go during the day. I would go at night when there wasn't any people. Walmart was the same way. I would have to wait until like midnight to go to the Walmart because there, I knew that there wasn't that many people. I was kind of more in control of the situation in my environment. There wasn't that many possibilities, right? I'm gonna get into that right now. So the way how I kind of broke that down was um, I started learning about myself. And one thing I found online was um, this technique called probability versus possibility. It kind of builds some structure in your mind now. Like right now, my mindset is one dimensional, black and white. What it sees, it's gonna react right away. I didn't have the emotional intelligence. I didn't have the self-awareness to back that up. I didn't have a support system. I didn't have that self-talk encouragement. I didn't have any of that stuff. So I had to start at ground zero, literally. And so going back to the probability versus possibility, so I would tell myself, what's the possibility of something bad happening right now? What's the probability of something like that really happening? Right, so I would just play back and forth with that whenever I went somewhere to try to calm myself down a little bit. Or if I knew, for example, my back was gonna get wet or my hands were gonna get sweaty, then I would make sure that I would have two t-shirts with me. And sometimes I never needed it because my mind was already prepared like, okay, we don't need, we have the two t-shirts, so we're calm, right? Your mind's a little calmer because that unknown become a little bit more known now. You see how you're pushing those limitations little by little. And that, I didn't start with that. I started with taking a towel with me and putting it between my t-shirt and the back seat and, uh, and, and my back. That's where I started with, to be honest. Then I tried, um, I tried, um, spraying my inside of my t-shirts and the back of it with like um, um, body body lo body spray uh, like powder like powder spray but in a in a, in a canister um, that worked for a little bit but it didn't, it didn't really work <laughs> but it helped for a couple of days right I'm like okay this worked for for four days why did it work for only four days oh it's because my brain already knew I wasn't outsmarting my brain enough. Okay, so I'm like, okay, so I'll do the spray, take the t-shirts, wear a sweater, put the AC on while I'm driving, right? I would have a checklist. Okay, make sure I do all this stuff so that my mind can be calm while I drive and calm while I'm looking for a parking space and calm while I get out of the car, right? And then as soon as I got out of the car, my mind went where? Where are the entrances? Where are the exits? PTSD kicking in. People closing their cars as I walk by. Right, Shopping carts rolling by me. See, see there, there was too many variables. So I had to tell myself, okay, what's the probability of something really bad happening right now? What's the possibility of somebody having something to do something bad? Right, very, very little, you know, very little. But that's where my mind was always at, constantly. Constantly. During the day, during my gym, during my gym sessions, during my workout sessions, while we were shooting at the ranges, while we were at the different demo ranges, I mean everything, while we were training in Arkansas, I mean everything, 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 right? So, how did I deal with that, you know? So that was pretty hard. It sucked because it wasn't just Walmart. That Walmart story carried over to everything I did. Couldn't go to restaurants. Couldn't go to bars, really. 
I had to be drunk so that my mind was numb to the present moment. You know, so like I said, your mind will take you one or two directions, either to the positive or to the negative. And your consistency kind of derives based off of that. Are you going to be consistent enough to fight the negative, to urge towards the positive? Or are you constantly just going to gravitate towards the negative because that's what your mind is familiar with? Familiar with, familiar with. See, once you're aware of these type of things that I'm um, transferring to you, this knowledge, it makes you become more aware. And once you're aware, you have that situational awareness. And it's hard to ignore it after that because then you understand. You understand your feelings now. You understand that the way you're feeling, then you under the whole, you understand the entire situation you're in now, not just that one emotion. Now you're not living one dimensional. Now you're just upgraded to two dimensional. And the way to get to three dimensional is you apply the self-awareness and the emotional intelligence together. The self-awareness is understanding yourself and the situation around you. The emotional intelligence is filtering everything that you hear, see, smell, touch, taste, hear, all that stuff. You, you filter it through your emotional intelligence. And that filter is going to hold all the negative things that your mind used to gravitate towards. And only the good things are coming in. Hey, good morning, right? Now you start talking to people. Hey, good morning. Oh, are you using that cart still? Okay, cool. You see, that's what I had to start doing. And that helped me in a bunch of other categories too. It helped with my communication skills. It helped push my boundaries from my comfort zones. It helped me get out of my complacency. And it started using different parts of my brain that it wasn't using for the last five or six years because it was constantly stuck on the same mode, the same frequency. It knew exactly where it was gonna go before even leaving the house. See, now we're tapping into neuroplasticity and I don't wanna get into that right now. But, so that's the story I wanna share with you just so that you can understand that your flight or flight, it doesn't matter what situation you're in, we all gravitate to the same symptoms, the same emotions, the same feelings, and the same thought processes. And you can, create a universal sim uh, universal method where you can create a checklist like okay what about my self-awareness right now why am I reacting like this is it because I'm reacting to this right now or is it because of a past life event that I'm reacting to that one right now oh maybe I need to focus on that a little bit more and understand why I'm scared of that why that triggers me why that sound hurts me why I don't like to be there or be here or go to that place see there's a lot of answers to a lot of our whys, but understanding which why question to ask yourself, that's where the sauce comes in. That's where life coaching comes in. And that's where the mindset comes in. The more knowledge you teach yourself, the better and better quality questions you're gonna start asking yourself. But until you start focusing on yourself, you're not gonna get those quality questions. And you're gonna, stuck, you're gonna be stuck in the same habit loop you are currently in. There's a lot of answers to a lot of our whys. Okay, we're only covering two today out of the seven. So if you want the full breakdown, follow this podcast or join my members only, which is free right now until December. All right, see you later.